stay in the know with Radio 2000 podcast. Oh my gosh, my love for the song. Like, I have been obsessed with it since my discovery of Upanda Panda Nengwenya. It's Panda Panda and the Crocodiles coming through with Zulu on Radio 2000. It's our music, your memories, the kind of music that you will only hear on Essence of Rhythm. Thank you very much for joining us. We're 10 minutes already into the 11 p.m. hour. I love the song. And guess who's on the line joining me live from somewhere in this beautiful republic? Banda Banda, good evening. Good evening, Siswami. How are you? I am so, so happy to finally have this conversation with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just amazed on the song choice. <laughs> really? You know, a lot of people don't get to hear that song. They don't realize such a journey, such a vibe. Oh, my goodness. It is such a vibe. But listen, (laughs) this is the thing about the space. This particular show is full of surprises. I know. know. It is full of surprises. I know. I know know what you mean. It's the things of the night time. My brother, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. You and I have, you know, been chatting sporadically here and there, um, mm. you know, in bits and pieces, interacting on Instagram in, in particular. Um, but it's great to have you on here. And I said earlier that you'll be joining me really wearing all of your hats, all of your hats, because you're somebody that really has been immersed in the business and the space of the industry for almost 20 years. As a director, as a musician, um, you know, as as somebody who runs an agency, as an entrepreneur, and an extremely versatile bass guitarist. So, <laughs> I mean, you're going to wear all these hats because we really are going to unpack so much about this music. But where I really want to start is, for me, what's exciting about Banda Banda's music in particular, if I can put it that way, is just in your belief in a borderless Africa, especially where music is concerned. Um, And I think you're so epic. I I can't even stand it because you have managed to successfully, you know, create like a unified sound, you know, bringing together so many artists from various spaces on the continent. I want you to talk to me a little bit about, you know, the genesis of this music that we just heard um, with the crocodiles and yourself. Oh, yeah, the, the, the way you've already framed it, you know, I don't even know how to, where to start. But just to, to elaborate, so the Panapanda Crocodiles is a collabor- collaborative uh, uh, project that sure. has to do with musicians from different parts of Africa, Zimbabwe, yeah. Nigeria, uh, uh, Senegal, you know, I've got some Congolese things happening there. So basically, I came up with the concept because of my love for Africans first. Mm-hmm. and the music, and their music, and their colors, and everything that they come with. So uh, as someone who's really been in the industry for a long time, and I've seen and worked with people from different parts of the world, I decided to start doing this project and communicate my writing skills, mm. 
combined with my love for people. Uh, so this project basically is communicating all parts of me, but based on my family, which comes from uh, Malawi. My grandfather was a Malawian man. Oh, stunning. So the, being an immigrant, immigrant in this country is, is not too distant from who I am coming from a Malawian bloodline. And mm-hmm. so even in the music, it communicates more about what it means to be an African in, in, in all parts of Africa. Basically, that's where the, 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 the concept comes from, hence the word or the title of the album called Africadu. Basically, that is that. Yeah, and there's something so, you know, I'm sorry if this is an unfortunate word, but there's something beautiful and futuristic about that approach to music, you know, that that merge of all the cultures, because I think we, or at least in my observation, we're moving away from those silos, you know, of this is a Nigerian song, this is a South African song, this is from Burkina Faso. We're just merging, and it sounds, it just sounds glorious. I know the artist like Azar, who's also, you know, doing mm. something similar or approaching the music in a, in a similar fashion. So that for me is pretty exciting. But yes, if you are tuning in, uh, you or you're just joining us, we are having a conversation with Banda Banda. He's joining me on the line and we really are going to, for me, get into the delicious meat of this conversation, which is um, the revival of live music, if you will, um, you know, as much as possible coming out of hard lockdowns. But I mentioned, um, Banda, your your exciting years. I mean, it's been almost 20 years of the voyage for you, you know, being on the ship of music, exploring with all kinds of, of, of things within the industry. Um, as somebody that really knows the business in inside and out. Um, and I think what makes you great, in my opinion, is the fact that you are fearless. And I want to quote, quote you on, on, on that, to, just to back up my observation. You once said, I don't know if you remember this, but you once said, I don't like comfort. It's nice, but I'm a dreamer. I dream hard. I'm not nice to my dreams or to myself about my dreams, meaning I want to achieve what I want to achieve at any expense. As long as it doesn't violate anyone's rights, I can stay in the streets for what I believe and start from scratch and do things over again and become more successful. And I think this is something you said, of course, really elaborating on your journey and, um, you know, obviously coming out of other comforts like your time at the barnyard to really pursue your wildest dreams. Wow. You know, (laughs) when you started that quote, or rather what I was saying there, uh, Mm. I, I was like, wow, she's really going there. I'm yes. going there. <laughs> <laughs> I love to go there. I love detail. So yeah. No, yeah. So it's it's very true. You know, like funny enough. So today I was talking to the guy who, like, who's one of the founders of, of the Banyard. You know, I used to work for him. Yes. 12, over mm. fourteen years, twelve years ago, and mm. I, I I called him. You know, and he's like, I, "What am I speaking to?" He couldn't remember me properly, so I was telling mm. him that I wanted to do something at that uh, something uh, one of their uh, shops, you know. And he then he was laughing because he was asking about a show I used to do for him many years ago. Mm. And, you know, 
to see my that journey, you know, having to work for someone and now you're asking to partner with them, it's been a, it's been a very long journey for me. Yes, I agree. I, I'm a dreamer. I'm a hard-on dreamer. I believe that, you know, uh, if you dream hard, you must be willing to sacrifice anything, anything, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't violate. And, and that's, a, that's a very important part for me also. Yes. Right? Yeah. I say as long as it doesn't violate anyone's right, you know. So I, I'm, I'm definitely a dreamer. And, and also in recent years, I've learned to dream, but also to really, really work hard mm. and mm. not take not take no's as a no. I take no's as a not yet, you know. So that's the way I do things. And uh, I'm a student. <laughs> I learn very hard. Mm. People mm. That, are, that work with me or that are close to me, they will tell you that, this guy is like, is like he's always working as if he's, it's his first time trying to do something, you know. And and I think and people are realizing this now. They think maybe they, oh, I'd rather I've, I've done what I'm supposed to do. For me, I'm just not even, I haven't even begun. I'm just a, I'm just a student. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm so... You're fueling me. You are fueling me because you, we can learn so much from your, your journey, your personal journey. And of course, filtering into the music, I think is even more ins- inspirational for people like myself that just really appreciate good music. You know, it doesn't matter what, um, what box it's in. And you have been able to, to successfully really bring us together as people that appreciate different genres, different places, different spaces within music. So I think that is just, yeah, it's wonderful. And you definitely do go about your business with so much integrity. We watch you. We see you. You're very consistent in what we do. And we appreciate it. But another another thing that you've said, um, geez, there's so many quotables when it comes to you. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> But you said, you once said that the best thing uh, to make the industry work for you is to work for yourself. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And yes. and that makes sense, you know, when, when one really traces your journey and what you have done, uh, you know, leading trios, curating shows, producing albums, managing artists, running music venues and restaurants. I mean, I could go on. I don't think I'm even scratching the surface in terms of how beautiful and um, epic and huge the journey has been uh, over the past two decades or so. But I, I re- want to say that because I really want to uh, talk about uh, the magical things that you're doing through, um, you know, the, the, the music curation, the agency, Banda Banda Agency uh, slash record label. I want to talk specifically about um, these beautiful, you know, bespoke music performances that we saw emerge you know Dana. I saw Mandisi Yankees I you know I managed to at least uh, go and see one of my personal favorites uh, under your agency uh, Keenan Mayer pianist Keenan Mayer um, yeah. and I know there's several others that are going to be coming through but you know it's just unfortunate that there are these artists that we love that we haven't had access to for a long time for obvious reasons that are related to COVID. And I feel like you just became a fish through water. You took it upon yourself to say, okay, we have a bit of an opening. Lockdowns have been relaxed a little bit. Let's go and see these live artists. So that work for you, um, why is it so important for you to, um, you know, keep the live music um, out there? So just 
just on a little background, mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's one thing that people know, that people that have been following me for a very long time, they know that I've always been passionate about live music. I've always been passionate about live music being part of the, uh, rather the, 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 the mainstream. I love that. that, yeah. Yes, yeah, so uh, last year, 2020, when lockdown happened, uh, I started doing shows. In fact, I, I didn't start. I continued doing shows. I remember I did a show in Soweto. It was the first one that people saw where, after we had released in one of Zoe, MOD, yes, uh, yes, we did yes. a show at, at a space uh, called Native Rebels, where people came out like, like we were turning people away, you know, like a lot of people, like whoa, hundreds and hundreds of people, whoa, you know. And whoa. so it, 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 music has been the biggest part of uh, dealing with everything, you know, of our mm. lives. Even if it is a pandemic, you know, if there's one thing that was a tragedy, tragedy when it comes to Eid and Dubana, what do you call this, COVID, mm. was that people were not, were not able to see or rather experience music and and heal themselves. So when we did, when we started doing shows, then people started to they they wanted to see more of that, you know. So when at the start of 2020, 2021, uh, last year, me and Bill did that collaboration uh, project where we taught the whole country. We went mm-hmm. to Japan, we went to Devon. We do, were doing sold out shows. So people were not thinking about shows at that time because they were concentrating on on the COVID. And I believe, you know, as an artist. Or rather, in, if you work in a creative space, mm. you should find ways to create ways to make sure that whatever you have can still work for you and heal the people. So you're still able to do the job that is supposed to be done with the services that you offer, you know. Mm. So we came up with different ways and creative ways to make sure that we exercise that right to be a creative. And creativity is, is, not, is, not, is, is not bound to... Uh, uh, just you just being creative in your own corner mm-hmm. on how you also mm-hmm. sell uh, uh, your work to uh, different parts of the public is also part of creativity so me I exercised my 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 business creative side to uh, uh, come up uh, me and Bo actually exercised our business part to come up with something that uh, was going to be beneficial to the people and also uh, uh, beneficial to us to make sure that we still do what we love. So that's where the whole journey started uh, mm-hmm. for, 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 for 2021. And it's been really, really amazing. We did a lot of amazing shows. You know, I, I helped on amazing things. I came up with a strategy to do the, the Lana Mavuso also uh, oh, right. tour that he was doing wow. now in December. So I've been doing a lot of Back mm. work, I was not sleeping, trying to come up with ways mm. uh, to mm. make things happen, you know, because if we keep on complaining, that means we're part of the problem, you know. So how about we find solutions and move forward? Love that. Love that so much. You know, I've always just said that my favorite kind of artists, whether it's in music or in, in other creative fields, you know, it's it's ones that are conscious, conscious creatives, um, and creatives that love to be of service. And I think you are a wonderful blend of both. You know, you just, you love what you do. Sometimes I, I watch you and sometimes you like joke around on Instagram on your lives, whatever, but you're actually putting in the work, you know. Um, but I guess when you're doing what you love, it, it, it sometimes it doesn't feel like work so much. But, you know, I mean, you've shared a little bit about what the goal was for you. 
you know, participating in the spaces of live, uh, live music, which happens to be such a big passion, passion of yours. But I want to look forward now in terms of this year, 2022 and beyond, you know, post hard lockdowns. What do you see happening within the space of live music? And what have been some of your observations as a person in the business, as um, as as a creative, as just a human being, in terms of how South Africans are coming to 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 these shows? I mean, you mentioned how there was like almost a stampede at one of the shows, Kosoweto. But in terms of where you see the live music scene going forward, because there's still a lot of uncertainty. And a lot of, should we do this? Should we fill up this venue? Oh, not yet. Oh, maybe we can wait. What do you see the future being for live music? Because, listen, we can't go forth without it. Can I just say something? You know, (laughs) no one knows the future. Not the doctors, you know. So everyone Mm. has to play their part. Mm -hmm. So my Mm -hmm. part is to make sure that I, 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 I curate music. And another thing that has helped us when it comes to COVID, COVID has helped the world to come at the one where it's borderless visual. Okay, you know? that's so right. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, when there's a crisis, that means there's an opportunity, you know. Mm. So as, 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 as we have the crisis, there's a lot of opportunities that are still coming out. If you are still looking into the problems and, and, and dwelling on them, then you you never, you never get a chance to look at the opportunities. One of the opportunities that we have is that we don't have the artists that can speak to people in a way that live music has been able to do in the past two years. Yes. Because for, first of all, when, when it was uh, like hard, hard, lock, hard, hard lockdown stage, I think it was stage five, uh, the musicians that were able to communicate with the people were musicians who could play instruments. You know, they were the ones doing their shows, on, on Instagram, killing the people. Mm-hmm. By the time that we started having like uh, like easiness when it comes to restrictions, mm-hmm. then other things are starting to happen. But what that, what what does that mean? What does it mean for 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 those people who gave so much of themselves while they were locked down themselves to heal other people? It meant then they they, they, they found ways. Those who were smart enough, they found ways to also. Uh, monetize that, you know, and I, I believe that in 2022 is a year where everyone who's been working hard is going to reap the, 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 the fruit mm. of their hard work. I believe that mm. Uh, mm. live music mm. tot- in, 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 in its totality, not even in South Africa alone, uh, high talent, I, I mostly work with high talent, you know, I, I believe that South Africa has got the best musicians in the whole world. Yes. I know that, and yes. I know that it's not something that people uh, know, uh, because they are not exposed to it, yeah. and I, I, I and I challenge them to follow what I do and follow, in in fact, follow even the numbers that I can pull into shows. And sometimes mm. it's names that people don't even know mm. uh, in, in the mainstream. But they, because I'm a promoter, so I know that sometimes you call a name that you seem to be famous, but they mm. can't pull the numbers. So it means what you hear or what you see on the socials is not the same thing that you see on the on the venues, you know, because people really like what they like. And uh, 2021, um, or 2021 was amazing for a lot of artists. Yes. But 2022 is, is seen to be uh, more of what has been seen as niche and underground artists 
becoming more mainstream, mm-hmm. becoming mm-hmm. artists that are just going to be the artists that people should look out for, you know, like the Mananas, you know, the Langamavuso, the Zoe's, you know, the Kinans on the jazz side, mm-hmm. you know, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of these artists, there's, uh, there's Abot and Induli, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of artists that need to, you know, people to look, look, look into and just try and observe these people and see how artistic, and most of these artists I'm talking about, as much as they're not celebrated here, but they get to tour, you know, they get mm. to be seen around the world and they are celebrated. So it'd be nice to see that being one of the things that we remember about our country. We know that the Lady Smith, the Mambazo, the Shuma Sigalas, the Johnny Clark of this world, we still have that kind of caliber of artists that are celebrated around the world. It's just that we need to make sure that uh, the country itself them also, you know, so that's why I see our industry going, and I'm happy to be a, a big part of the, 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 the industry, because mm. I know that a lot of these musicians are not a big part of the industry, and that's the very same reason why I started the agency, because I realized that the decision makers are not part of the creative, you know, they're just business people, so I wanted to bridge the gap and be on the business, but also be on the creative side, so that we don't sacrifice the talent just for the money, for the business. Sure. You know, it, it was it was so exciting yesterday when I made the announcement that you're going to be having a, conversa- a conversation with me on the show. And I think there were like two or three gentlemen that came to, to, to um, the space to basically just share how they are watching you, how hardworking you are in the space of music. And I personally want to thank you. Because um, and I hope that the entire country will thank you because you are it's almost like you I mean, obviously, you've I'm sure you've got a team, but through your agency, you are literally keeping the fires of live music burning because I've, I've said this before. When we walk into spaces of live music, we walk out of those venues and we are completely different people. You can never walk into a live performance and walk out and be the same person. No, then yeah. then then you're like a stone or something. But something moves, something shifts, something changes. You become a, a better parent. You become a better lover. You become a better business person, whatever it is. But there's something that happens in the cognitive faculties when you walk out of the space of a great life performance. I can't even describe. I can't put it into words. Somebody must just write a thesis on it because what you are doing is literally you're doing the Lord's work. And I want to personally thank you. And I can't wait to see what Banda Banda Agency has for us uh, for the year 2022. In fact, you've actually hit the ground running because Salala Soluta is going to be live on the Leano stage on the 14th, which is this Friday. And I believe Ndutuzo Makatin is also going to be doing his thing on Saturday. Correct? Yes, correct. So, so yeah, so I'm really, really excited for the two shows. Uh, when I was talking to Babu Slayero, I, I was narrating a story on how me and Duduzo went to see a show in in in, in Devon in 2001, 20 years ago, wow. and we were so excited. We couldn't. We were students that time, and mm. we couldn't afford the tickets to go to a show. So we asked the, the guys to own the venue to allow us to just sit in the front and just not to save anyone, just to see him. So now being able to be working with him yeah. and having to have him on the stage that I'm curating and also having to do the being his own artist 20 years later who's a household name in South Africa. It's it's mm. just magical. Mm. You see the patient that's, the patience that's 
uh, that, that's been uh, exercised on this uh, journey of being in the music. So I'm I'm really really grateful for these opportunities, and I'm also grateful that uh, this country is in its whole entirety seeing the work that not just me, you know, uh, as Banda Banda agents, also the musicians that are coming through and willing to risk it all to just make sure they give people uh, the best music, you know, they can ever find, you know. So I, I'm really, really grateful for, for for also yourself to just even recognize the work that we are doing and the, the effort that we are putting forward to make sure we move forward as a country, as because I believe that the musicians or the artists are the voice of the nation, the voice of the people, you know, we speak to the people, so I'm really grateful that we 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 becoming more heard by our people. Absolutely. Listen, once again, thank you very much. I think uh, you are creating a, a very exciting time, you know, and you're making history, which is great, and you're making Africa dance. You know, I actually see, you know, Banda Banda Agency doing things all over the place, not just in South Africa, because no, you definitely. are you are a man of the continent. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the love and thank you for this conversation. Thank you. I appreciate it. Man, what an epic way to start Rhythm Conversations with Banda Banda joining me as we talk all things the you know, the revival of live music all over the country. I hope you're just as excited as we all are. This is Dance Africa by Banda Banda and the Crocodiles. Let's go. We are Rhythm. Podcast.